This is exactly right. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. And this is Karen Kilgariff. We're driving westbound on uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. It by, is. By a place that makes cement pillars. There's a lot going on, guys. And uh, in the back seat, we have a guest. A special guest this week. Um, special because he's one of my oldest friends. But not dearest, so that's a special situation. It doesn't happen that often. Oftentimes we start uh, the podcast with a, a thinly veiled, would almost sound like an insult. Yeah, that's what I chose to do. <laughs> it's kind of 90s comedy. We, we have a guest today that's not a dear friend. That, that's the 90s <laughs> comedy uppercut. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That, that he and I are used to. Yeah, the old one to punch with an edge. That's right. Wouldn't you say dearest friend is overrated anyway? The yes. whole idea, my dear friend. It All sounds... that means is that it's a lot of like boring times. Yeah, puzzles. The, puzzles. Just at the doorway of somebody's house, going like, "That was really nice. I'm so glad we did that." Okay, oh. well, I guess I might see you tomorrow then. Well, yeah. And if you don't, if you die first, know that you were dear to me. And it always smells like doilies in here. <laughs> we're talking about grandmas. Yeah, yeah. Being friends with grandmas. We're, our grandmas are the dearest. But friends. that's not who it is, no. ladies and gentlemen. It's Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. Hi, Hi everybody. everybody. Karen was right. I've known Karen for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And how, yeah. How long? How long? Since details. Two thousand. Maybe two thousand actually. Is it? I think it's two thousand. Wow. That's when I first moved to LA, and in that year is when I started going to Largo. So I would say 2000, maybe 2001, but I actually think it's 2000. See, because I was going to say 89. So that's weird. What year was it, Fred, when you went to a dance place and took dance classes, like tap classes, tap classes, and made a video of it? That was in 1998. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, I did that in 1998. So it's weird. I've known Fred longer than you. No, I'm just See, I equate the internet uh, watching a video as a friendship. But it is a friendship. It is. Because I'm so shallow, I'm so thin in personality that that's all that matters to me. If people watch your videos? Yeah, that's that's all you need to know. You you have millions of friends then. 
Yeah, I've got lots of friends. Uh-huh. And Chris, I, I, uh, I guess I performed with you in Bum- at Bumbershoot. Yeah, I don't know if we were on the same show, but we were certainly in the same venue uh-huh. during the same weekend. That's in, that's in Seattle is where that happens. Yes, yes. And a lot of people yeah. uh, mistakenly say bumper shoot. Boy, are they wrong. Yeah. It's bumper shoot with a B. Does it even exist anymore? I think it does. I asked exactly the same question. It does. It's going It's going great. They have comedians there. I'm sure they all enjoy it. Huh. It's just we aren't invited. Oh, I see. Well, that's fine. I had my time there. Bumbers. I had my time there as well. That was a great. We should, now it's like we can actually go back and do a reunion. That's how long it's been. That's right. The year you were in it and I was in it also was Flight of the Concords, uh, Paul Tumpet, uh Mark Marin, uh, uh, you. Uh, there's some other big you. people. Wait, let's let's go back to the wait, who is it? Flight of the Concords. Yes. Hello. All right. <laughs> really nice. All right. Okay, who's the next one? <laughs> it was uh, Mark Marin. Hey! Fuck <laughs> it! <laughs> why, why, why? Why do people want to do that? Why, why? That's the why of it all. Uh, Greg uh, Barrett was there? Uh, I only know... <laughs> God damn it. You said fuck a bunch of times. I'm taking you... No, I can't do it. I can't do, do it. Do it. You can. I you can't. You were there. You I'm, sounded like I'm it for a minute. I'm taking your chain wallet. No, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. No, dude, you're 40. Yeah, you're something f- like that. D- yeah, dude, hey, dude you're because you're, you're 40, 40, man. You're 40. <laughs> I don't know. Paul uh, Tompkins. Uh, PFT was oh, there. Oh, I'm a grown up. <laughs> I'm a grown man. Uh, that's that's all I got. Um, uh, Dimitri, I, Dimitri yeah, Martin. Dimitri Martin. Was no, in. I'm gonna just force hey, this. Hey, mm, oh, why, why? There's two. There's two here. Now there's three. Ah, but that's the same one. <laughs> what about uh, a street hustler? Was that during the show? I don't know. <laughs> I drew a circle. Is this a circle? Was I that think the so. year that uh, was Tig there that year? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to give up sometimes. You know, I. That's it. That's all I got for her. What about Nick Schwartzen? Was he there? <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Mason? Oh, I, could, I could do... <laughs> Jackie Mason I think I could there. do. I think I could do Nick talking about the night before. Like, oh, I woke up. <laughs> That's it. Jackie Mason. No. I, that, yeah. <laughs> I lost my necklace. What am I eating? <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Did Thank I, you. Thank you I, very much. Thank really you. really good, Fred. When Tig and I had a cat... I lived with Tig for a while, and we had a cat, and then Nick came over. Did I tell you about this? Where... The cat was sick and its face was swollen. And Tig and I, neither of us had money. And I was really worried about it. And Nick had money. And he said, well, I'll, I'll take the cat to the bed. And he came over and he looked at the cat. He's, and and then he turned around and he farted on my cat's head. He just <laughs> farted in the cat's face to where the cat reacted. And then he said, oh, your cat has feline aids. And then... Which did I he really, laughed at. Did he really fart on the cat? He farted on the cat's face, and then and then decided that the cat had AIDS. That's his What's... two favorite jokes. But then the cat did end up dying of AIDS, feline AIDS. He was Aww. right in his diagnosis. It was a few years later, and I'm not saying that's funny, but it was at the time. I think feline AIDS is definitely funny. It was. I, I miss that cat. Not to cats. You will not see, ever see a cat laughing at that or at anything. <laughs> <Mm-mm>. <laughs> What's terrible about that fart is that. 
Animals, you know, cats don't understand human language, but that is one piece of language they understand. That is, yes, like, it is. Clearly insulted by like a smell and a sound like that is like it's maybe other... <laughs> that's like the one bridge to animals yeah. communication that they're like, oh, we get, I get what that that's is. That's an interspecial insult. Yeah. Insult. Interspecial. Special. <laughs> Everyone knows what a fart is. Everyone gets odor. Yeah, and <laughs> at, odor shooting odor at someone is like. <laughs> And animals across the world are like, oh, we get it. There's no animal culture where that's a compliment. Yeah, no. I'll never <laughs> forget that reaction. That cat also, I saw him walk into a spider web once and he acted like a human. Like he went and looked at his paw to see if there's a spider on him. Oh, really? <laughs> he was like, oh, no. And he, uh, he was a gifted, he was a gifted cat. That's the only, and that situation is where all animals in their heads say, God damn it. <laughs> Even cats. God Spi- damn it. Everyone's grossed out by spider webs. <laughs> no spider. one likes them. Mm-mm. So, Fred, yeah. you were recently in South America. Yes, Ooh. I was in um, Colombia. What were you doing? Shooting an episode of Documentary Now. <gasps> oh, cool. What documentary? Uh, Can we you... did like a Jiro Dreams of Sushi thing of like a sort of Colombian food one. Yes. And is it also chef's table-y? Yeah. Did it was you see more, that actually, one? I would say it's more like chef's table. I fucking love chef's table. Yeah, it's pretty great. The chef's one where they cook that thing with the wood? Is that the one you're... There was one I saw where they cooked something in dirt. Some Ooh, guy great. buried... An yes. Argentinian guy... Yes. ...buried food. I was like, what is this guy doing? And oh, he wow. didn't look... He didn't look South American, right? Like, he looked like no. a white guy. Yeah. I loved that one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's so cool. Yeah, so that was really nice. Did they use uh, the ground like a kiln or something? Yeah, they sort kiln. of uh, yeah. they light a fire over it. Wow, neat. I, uh, You know, maybe they just did it for the camera and said, like, let's pretend <laughs> like we do this and we don't really... We Have just cook in a kitchen. Waves? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just be... Oh, yeah, we bury it. Uh, to our left, by the way, we're passing the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yes. Where uh, Johnny Ramone is buried. Mm-hmm. It's got a really cool uh, statue there. Dee Dee Ramone is here as well. There's also. A... I would think they'd be in New York. Aren't they from New York? Yeah, but you know how like New Yorkers are. Like they all want to go to like Miami or <laughs> California. You know. <laughs> to die. I'm like, gonna do go my out there with the palm trees. And, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm gonna do my upper, my torso, west coast, my legs, east coast. Oh, good idea. Just ashes. Just please, everybody. Oh, you're going to sp- split it up? Sure. Ashes are just a- the actual torso. Like, you're going to leave it, like, as oh, a torso. Oh, that's a better idea. You're right. Maybe I should do that. Just taxidermy them. Or just go split yourself lengthwise. Oh, oh, you're right. Everyone should get an equal. I'm symmetrical. <laughs> Let's take advantage of that. Yeah. Right down the middle. Full body part. Like a f- tapeworm. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do an open casket and it's going to be just the torso. <laughs> and it'll be like, like what? What's the problem? You <laughs> Wait, know, you're going like, to be like, co- like, like confrontational art. Like, yes. what? That's what death looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Deal with Look it. Look at it. Face it'll be it. a recording of you saying that that'll play as people pass. I might hire, hire an actor to do it. <laughs> oh, that... And then you can sit in the audience and watch. Yes. My well, skull. Then. My skull. Give your own eulogy. Yeah. In South America, you speak Spanish well, don't you? My mom is Venezuelan, so I speak Spanish. Oh, yeah. I heard you at the taco truck. Yeah. You knew what you were I was doing. showing off. Were you? Yeah. You were, were you doing Castilian bliss? <laughs> I skipped it. I, I went right for... When he was like, those tacos, por favor. I'm yeah. like, yeah, everyone. But then he started asking really specific questions, and 
I, uh, I I got lost. But what is the expiration date on that mayonnaise, ma'am? Yes. Stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very very specific. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she seemed very frustrated. <laughs> she clearly hated it. <laughs> but you have to do noche con platanito. I know. I want to do that. I really do. It. it you. Will, what is it? It is a show that I still don't know why I was asked, but uh, <laughs> it's a. Spanish speaking, I think very popular in South America, even more so than Mexico, but also Mexico. Mm -hmm. And it's a their Jimmy Fallon type show, and the set and everything looks like a regular talk show, but the host has clown makeup, yeah, and a pink wig. But he's very funny, and I he shaved my mustache during the show. That was my idea, but he shaved it into a in a Hitler mustache. Sorry, what how are is he talking so, about? I how is no he skilled idea. enough to do it? How does someone... <laughs> that's a hard thing to shave somebody. I, he, I know. But then he said, oh, Charlie Chaplin. It was fine. Everything was fine. It this was, is an American show? It's a South there was, American show? It, 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 was, it took place here in Los Angeles, but the viewers of it are mostly in Mexico and South America. All the lines are getting blurry, Karen. And, it's all getting <laughs> oh, blurry. I don't like it. I'll say it. <laughs> and, and there was you, a translator. You can't sushi here and not be in ear. Japan. I just interrupted you, friend. Oh, it's I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. What about sushi in Japan? <laughs> Just how the lines are all getting blurry. It's yeah, like exactly. You, you, you can have sushi here. You can have sushi, you know, in Italy. You it's, can have a hamburger on a fishing boat in Fubai. It happens. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. <laughs> now know we're going that. up towards Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Um, I love L.A. so much. For real? I really do. I've always loved it. And for some reason, I feel like Sunset Boulevard is like the center. That's like the kind of main street of L.A. Well, it's and it goes all the way through east side of the west side all the way. Oh, yeah. I feel like I don't even live here because I live at the dumb beach. Yeah, that's right. All the way out. Wait, Fred. Now, when you lived here and you would go to Sunset Boulevard, Mm -hmm. what was like what's like the first place you think of that you would go? To the mean streets of Sunset Boulevard. Like when I first moved here and stuff? Sure. Um, I remember somewhere in between, like, where Amoeba is and, like, that whole, uh, I was going to say, I'd say somewhere in Ivar. Sunset <laughs> and Ivar. Sun- Sunset and Ivar. Yes. I went, you went uh, straight to Ivar's seafood restaurant. And, and then as it dips into, like, Silver Lake and all that. It's just, it's a nice feeling, you know, little places you can get breakfast. Yeah. I, I like it. And then, and then going west, I like it when you just end up in Beverly Hills, you're like by the hotel and everything. It's a, it's a higher cut of person that you're around. Higher cut of person. That's what I was going to say. Maybe Better. more, yeah. maybe foreign, maybe they're from, you know, China or... Uh, maybe they're of Saudi. No, Karen said a higher of cut. Of Hi- higher <laughs> cut. It's fun to pretend racism. <laughs> it's, Pretending it's is totally fun. It's pretend. It's pretend. It's like it's like um, <laughs> blah blah. It's like blah blahing or demons. What is it? It's uh, it's like ec- exercising. Exercising. Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what podcasting is all about. I'm yeah. chasing away any real thoughts that maybe would happen to me like that, but they don't. <laughs> Hey, while we're doing this, uh, really quick, everyone out there listening, listen to podcasts. Get out there. Get a yes, podcast. Please. Listen, please. You know, we, we do this for free, mm-hmm. but it, we, people should start getting paid for it. Get out there. Tell your friends that there's a podcast out there for everybody. <laughs> Any podcast. Get, you know. And if you like it, rate it on iTunes. What's, Fred, what's your favorite podcast? Yeah. There's one called The Trap Set. 
and it's um, uh, a drummer who interviews other drummers. But that guy. That guy. Yes. That guy loves our podcast. The drop set. He loves it. He's into it. And it's um, this drummer who interviews other drum, but there are no drums in the room, so it's not like people show off what they can do. They just talk about what their experiences, and it's really cool. It's very well done. Oh yeah. And who's the host? This this guy named Joe Wong. That's his name. And was he in a band? He's been That's in a number of name. bands. He's been in a number of bands, but he has a really nice voice, and he's just really good at uh, interviewing people. Very calm. Yeah. He's very calm. Asks people about their experiences, and he doesn't get all hyped up and crazy. Right, right. Like morning zoo radio? No, nothing like that. And he also doesn't do duos which is like the worst way to do a podcast which hey, is like sorry sorry <laughs> I, sorry that's real. what I'm known for we, we're also I kind do. of high energy no, and I do my traffic talking report talking about us comparing us to Joe Wong what's wrong with my traffic report sorry. it's really rough you book me. <laughs> this is the kind of thing I do. No, no. Everybody knows this is what he does. Karen and I, we were already talking about Karen and I were saying we need some tough love. We haven't had any of that. Yeah, we just got some. Yet on the show. Now, when you are on a show like that, a drumming show, do you do, since there aren't drums, do people end up playing their chest the way drummers love to do? Mm, no. And going voodoo ba and stuff like that? No. it's it, uh, it all is like, what are your influences? Who did you used to listen to? Who did you want to be? And what is your drum set like? And where, where you know, uh, what's it like dealing with bass players? Like that kind of thing. <laughs> so if, if you don't play drums, maybe it would be like my future skateboarding podcast kind of boring, right? If you, if you but for drummers, they love it. It's right, like, of course. You know, they love it. It's gonna, like that's so such a specific audience. Yeah, I like that. I like that you, you can know. get so specific with podcasts. Yeah. I'm going to do a skateboarding one. Yeah, I was almost going to make a joke like uh, it's not for fans of blank. Like I was going to think of a teeny bopper band. <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> I am. I you can instantly like age yourself by like what reference you use. And I don't know the right reference. Right. I don't anymore. Do you know either. what I mean? Like, I don't have that person to go like, it's not like a blank podcast. Like, I don't know who to bring up. Who is like... Hanson wouldn't work? No, you no, can't no, say. No, no, no. No, it would not work. <laughs> Justin Bieber wouldn't work. Justin I, Bieber wouldn't even work. And I can't even think of the one that would work now and even know if it does it. No, fifth, we don't. Fifth generation. We, we literally don't know the name We don't know. The, whatever what are they oh, called? There is, out there there's a reference that someone would be like, you guys, why didn't you say blank? I, yeah. I don't know. It's a it's a band called Blank. Yeah. And we've never heard of them. I really, really don't know. No. You can't say Zach Efron. You can't <laughs> He's not a band. You no. can't. I think he's like gonna win an Oscar soon. You, you can't. You know who would know is like my niece. I, my sister my niece for Halloween last year was one of the girls in a show on I think the Disney Channel called Descendants or something. Uh huh. But I know that as a band, and I know that as, like, a couple other things. So I was like, sorry, what did she dress up as? It was the weirdest thing. No, I think I've heard this before. I think I've heard this as a reference before. And you're right. I was like... uh, This is the joke I'm doing these days. It's not Milo Goes to College Descendant. No. It's something else. Right. Yeah. And it's also not the movie. Not the new... The movie from four years ago or whatever. It's little girls with kind of Madonna-style lace in their hair and black nail polish, kind oh. of like, doing stuff. I'm not even sure what they do. Yeah, that, that, 
that is something specifically you would not mention on the drumming podcast. No, no never. But I mean, to have it be so popular, she dressed up as it for Halloween, and I did not know. I'd Isn't never that a weird feeling? It. You're like, yeah. I, I officially don't know what this is. Because when we were growing up, you the stuff that you liked was adult because there weren't things specifically for kids really except right. for like the game operation and a couple other things <laughs> right it was like five things yeah and yeah, we all shared that we had we were forced to yeah share things we didn't even like yeah <laughs> Fred did you ever go to the 99 cent store when you lived in LA I think I went in there once thinking I could I, I, maybe something for like pots and pans kind of thing and I did not like it I was very I it was a fine place. I don't mean to say anything bad too, about it. Too late. But I, there was nothing there that, that, that I, I wanted. I made the mistake of getting a bag of limes there. Do not buy produce. <laughs> at uh, If you're looking for canned goods and, and, and some new type of frijoles. I took Spanish in college. Nice. And then, uh, then, but don't get any, don't get any produce. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. It was bad limes. But while we're on this, let's talk about college. Guys out there, <laughs> Guys, go to college. Go to Get college. out there. Apply. Tell you your never friends know. about college. <laughs> Tell your friends. You never know. They're <laughs> all over the country. You can get in. It, it is the best. <laughs> Graduate school, junior, whatever kind of college you can find. You know, apply to an Ivy League one. You never know. You don't know. They need students. They need students. <laughs> Just like you need to learn. Did I mention what I know about financial aid applicating? That's another. That's another level. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. easy. It's financial aid is like this: do. you fill out a thing, and they go, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you your education for free." Here's how much my parents make, and you can lie. Yeah, they make five dollars. They go, "Great, here's free money." <laughs> easy, great. That was easy. But they benefit money. because then you get smart and you go work for the government or whatever. Right. Everyone wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. get out there. Get out there. Podca- <laughs> what if there was a uh, podcast that I know. taught you everything you needed to know in college? I oh. would. I would call it prep for prep for college. The podcast. That'd be a good title. Colon. Colon spelled out. That's a long podcast, though. That'd be a very, that's a lot of talking. Yeah, yeah. it is. For some people, it'd take like seven years. So much to cover. Yeah. Yeah. If you took winter off to go skiing, <laughs> especially. Did you ever, Fred, live in for reals in Portland? Is that a dumb question? No, it's not a dumb question. I do live there. <laughs> I, I have been I, asked I, it 95 times. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, don't ask me that. No, <laughs> I'm I, sorry. I, um, I'll get out. I, I, I'm there every summer. Okay. And I've been there every summer for the last, you know, whatever, six years or something. So, uh, so in a way, yeah. I mean, I'm there for quite a few months. So the show's... It's, the show hasn't been on quite six years. Oh, right yeah. Yet. Oh, yes, oh, sir. Oh, yeah. cats. We just... This is the sixth season. Just I know it feels like yesterday for me. For me, it does. It feels it's very new. So fast. Went very quickly. Yeah. It's uh, so you had lived there already for a little while before. No, no, no. I I had been there a lot. But yeah. When we started doing the show, then I started staying there. Uh, it would be so fun to have an excuse. Like anytime a job comes up, you get to move to a place that isn't L.A. or New York. It's so fascinating to me. Right. I love that idea, where it's almost like you get to go and just live in a normal town with normal people. Mm -hmm. Go see what that's like for a while. I agree. And then you also, if it's enough time, you kind of get to know it a little bit. So that if anyone ever says to you, hey, I'm from this place, you can actually say with some confidence, oh, yeah, I I know what that's like. Mm -hmm. You could even say to them, I know more about it than you do. Right. 
Which is a fun way to start a conversation with <laughs> yeah. a stranger. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. then they're like, Look, listen to this know-it-all. I yeah. like, yeah, I like to challenge people right when like, I meet them. You know, originally it was the capital and it wasn't a city-state. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? And the dollar bill was designed there? Did you know that? And they're like... <laughs> Like, wow. Wow. Um, I don't want to be confronted this way. This First basketball party. game was played here. Did you know that? Did you know that? <laughs> I let that state just the like by the beach there. It's almost tropical. There's it's so green and there's ferns. It's just the best state. Do you mean Portland? Just uh, Oregon in general. Oregon. I just like it's Oregon. Very All lush. Oregon. It's very yeah. like lots so of trees. Great. I feel like my skin is is being actively rehydrated when I'm there. I feel like I'm breathing for the first time right yeah. when I cross the totally. state line. I also feel kind of safe. I'm like, I don't think anything... It doesn't seem dangerous. Right. No. And there's a lot of ladies in clogs, which I respect, and it makes me feel at home. Fleece and clogs. Mm-hmm. Come on. <laughs> you never get that in L.A. Now, clogs, are they always real wood soles? Um, well, if you get Dansko, which are the quality ones, then uh, yes, that's going to happen. Don't settle for some of those other plastic clogs. Right, right now we're near the Vista. Let's all tell an experience, if we have them, of mm-hmm. times we went to the Vista. I saw Van Helsing there and almost had my ears blown out of my head. <laughs> the audio, it was so loud and sharp. Uh, do you remember Danny Ceballos? Of course. <laughs> um, I was there with Danny Ceballos, and I stood up in the middle of the movie and said, I will not stay here anymore. This mm. is insane. And I left without <laughs> him and went home because I was so angry about how loud the movie was. I'll go, I get, I'll go next. I, uh, I went, what, there's a movie with Halle Berry. I think it's called Gothic. It was yeah. horrible. Mm-hmm. I saw it there. Yeah, Gothic Attica. Never mind, I saw Gattaca there. No, it was got yeah, Gothica or Goth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was kind of a scary movie, and there was a drip in the ceiling, and things were happening, and I would feel these drips, and it was coming from the ceiling, and I also wanted to leave because I was horrified. During the movie, you were getting dripped on. It was raining, yeah. <laughs> and there was drips, and then within my popcorn, these drips. It was just oh, It's not good. So there, the end. Fred, do you have a positive Vista story to help this out? Yeah. Um... I can't remember any movies I've seen there. I just remember one time I uh, shot a little music video with Charlene Yee in the front of it. Mm-hmm. So my me- my memory of it is now just it on video. Like I yeah. remember that how that looked, and it looked so nice. But uh, as as far as walking out of a movie, um, come on, guy whose yeah. car that doesn't belong to him. There's a siren just for people listening. There are many, many fire engines. Many, many. Uh, there are uh, police cars and ambulances. The ambulance drivers are bloody. Something really <laughs> terrible happened. Help, help. Well, we'll drive the other way. We'll drive the other way. It seemed really horrible. Uh, the ambulances were on fire. They're going to call that the sunset bloodbath. Yeah, the sunset bloodbath. They're going to call it that. Uh, I can feel it. Was it was horrible. Oh, Hello? Guys, 1984. Guys, I can't take this call right now. Oh. I wish you had. Uh, Hello, 1984. <laughs> one time uh, at the Chinese uh, theater, what's that, Grauman's? Yeah. Um, I went to uh, see um, Lord of the Rings with Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> Fun. And, and we both went, and 
it, I don't. I never read the books. I don't know anything about it. And all of a sudden, we both realized we didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I was, I was like, "What happened?" There's a river, and there's like a ring dropped in, and I was really, it was too much for me. And then I was hope, I didn't know that Bob felt the same way, and he was like, "What's going on? <laughs> what is this?" And we both left. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yeah, I love, it. I love movie storm outs. I don't know why. That's like it's my favorite. A, I, it, I love it. It's a very like I don't have to. I don't have to do this. That's exactly right. You can't take my life away from me. Uh, I did that in um, like Water for Elephants or whatever that <laughs> Robert Robert Pattinson, Kristen, or um, Reese Witherspoon. Water movie. for chocolate. No. There's an elephant one that came yeah, out? Yeah, it was more recent. I don't remember that one. I think that... Like a circus movie? The oh. elephant one is a better exchange for some water. Yeah. Than just some chocolate. You but get carry more on. water carry for on. elephant. Carry yeah. on. <laughs> it's a really powerful feeling to do that. Yeah. You're kind of tearing up $13, but you're also <laughs> saying, I don't accept this as entertainment. <laughs> What's fun? You yeah. can't do this to me. I don't. I can't think of a movie I walked out on. I, I'll sit and and watch something even if I'm not enjoying it. I think I'm lazy that way. Well, I I enjoy bad movies, but then if a movie isn't is bad bad isn't good bad, then I'm out of there. Oh yeah. I, I walked out on uh, the the Beatles uh, the Beatles one where it's like kids doing Beatles karaoke. Oh yes, across the universe. Across the universe, I Oof. I was afraid I, I did not enjoy that. I, don't I know didn't what understand I, what was happening in that. I no, no, it was idea. children singing. Uh, I, I just it was like karaoke. I yeah, I remember that. I never saw it, but what happened? Like, was it like people just reenacting some of their songs or something? Yes, it was like a rock opera. Is that? I think it was. I think so. Yeah, you know, a storyline <laughs> with these kids that you don't care about. Just a gaggle of Zac Efron's, and then they're saying. Yeah, people were very Efron-esque. Yeah, they're very Efron-y. It's one of the more Efron-y movies for him <laughs> not being in it, and a lot of Beatles music, but none of that by the Beatles, which I didn't realize till then is a prerequisite for me enjoying the Beatles is it having to be them. Yeah. Yeah. Did you grow up on the Beatles in Missoula? I sure did. Yeah, I, I, my parents really shoved those Beatles down my throat. <laughs> I, a, a lot of Beatles and a lot of uh, jazz. My mom liked very frenetic, what I call flippy toe jazz, mm-hmm. the kind that made me nervous and like I like you're running errands. Oh, <laughs> like paced up kind yeah. of. We like <laughs> <laughs> so just the soundtrack to an anxiety attack. <laughs> Flippy toe jazz. Now, Fred, have you ever been in a jazz band in all your years? I have never been in a jazz band. Do you I, care I, about I'm not jazz? a fan of jazz drumming. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. I, uh, that's I, I'm not either. It's too uh, just all over like the whimsical place. and like it never. It's on purpose. Won't do a beat. Mm. So I'm like, you, is there a reason you don't want to hit anything <laughs> twice in a row? It's like it's funny. It's like. I need I need some you know that's what I hired you for drums yeah that's why I bought this record so here's some drums people have called me the jazz drummer of comedy because I'm like that with my jokes I never tell them the same and they don't always quite hit 
How do you guys know each other? <laughs> um, I was the one who made up Chris's title, the jazz drummer of comedy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he confronted me on it one night. Yeah, and I'm, I just brought it up <laughs> just now. I think we made uh, friends through Greg Barrett. Yeah. I think. When I very first came here and just visited and stayed with Howard Kramer, because I started in Austin, so I'm kind of an Austin comedian. And uh, I met you at a laundry, at Lucy's laundromat. Oh, right. But we weren't friends till a handful of years later. Yeah, that's right. Do you remember those shows at Lucy's? Those were good. They were. I remembered having visit. I was visiting and went to one, and it did scare me about the future of me doing comedy in L.A. Because I thought that all I was going to be doing is uh, shows where there's people not a- paying attention while they're folding their socks in the background. <laughs> I thought that was going to be all comedy. I always thought that part surprising was, people with comedy. I thought that part was upsetting until I would get on stage and then realize that was actually the fun part where yeah. you were like watching a young mother just trying to sure. get out of there and take her laundry and go and then you would see them like start to titter and then you're like oh I did my job <laughs> it's a different job than normal but I did it yeah I guess I would like it now maybe should we go back and perform should we do it right now I mean it would be the same as the show was back when there was an organized uh, people were asked to go there that's but, exactly right but for some reason maybe the people who are folding laundry that's how they enjoyed comedy shows so if we went back they'd be like Oh, we know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, we love this. I remember this. <laughs> Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> we miss you so much. <laughs> Are you still doing the same bits? That's what they they, they kind of know some of them. Are you looking at your notes still? Oh. <laughs> the 90s is over. <laughs> we shouldn't do that anymore. It's funny. Your mom's from Venezuela. Is that what you said? Yeah. So I... You can do that accent, but I felt very uncomfortable doing the that accent. Oh, I'm I just like gonna doing put it. That out I think I'm really good at it. I don't think I'm so good. No, I, think we're, good. I, think, I think we're all welcome to it. Just like know. same thing with uh, accents from India. Everyone does it, you know. People get very uncomfortable these days. Oh, they should. I'm getting uncomfortable about thinking about someone doing it. Oh, don't do Indian accents, Hank Azaria. Looking at you. No, come on. He's the no, best. he's pretty good at it. Every, I loved him since Bird on a Wire. <laughs> <laughs> Bird on a Wire? Uh, well, I'm going to skate on that. No, Fred. That. Yes, Karen? You also were in France. Wow. Yes, I, well, I was working... Is that private news? I was... No, I don't care. <laughs> I was in... Uh, uh, I was working in Italy. And... Um, in your, at your restaurant? <laughs> the pasta place you mm-hmm. opened. You know, that was like a dig. That was like a little bit of a dig at it me. Was. And I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, and then I just took a little trip to uh, Paris. I, I hadn't been there since I was a little kid. Boy, what a nice place. Pretty good, right? It's really good. It's such a cliche to, to say how beautiful it is, but it really was. Those buildings are incredible. Is it... Uh clean there like yeah the it's just yeah. cool and they like, don't have people peeing everywhere huh no, no it's really nice it like looks like you're it looks like europe and but like polished and nice they're you, fancy they're fancy people yeah do it, does it seem like they have a handle on 
mental, like you don't see mentally ill folks running around like in America. I'm guessing that they take care of their people. I imagine that I was probably in the areas where you just don't see stuff like that. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure. Sure. You know. I always imagine that, I don't know, socialized. Well, I wonder if they still have social services. Yeah. It's a good idea. Yep. You should have them for people. Yes. Uh, But the mental health issue in Shanghai and China is huge. And anyone out there listening, it's a huge deal in Shanghai. Please, anything you could do to tell people that there's a mental health issue in Shanghai, please. What is the issue, friend? The issue is that it's going too well, that there are no, that no one has mental health issues there. Oh, so we should be jealous. (laughs) Then we'll be able to get the word out easy Okay, we should be jealous But it's upsetting (laughs) You're the ones that have been Shanghai here (laughs) Sometimes I do just classic jokes like that That's why I'm In like a really deep voice I'm the one that's been Shanghai And then I make a face that is unnoticed on podcast No, they can hear it (laughs) (laughs) Your cheeks cracking (laughs) As you (laughs) make a weird face (laughs) Oh he really mugged it up there. It sounded like popcorn. <laughs> Are you hot? Yeah. Well, no, it's just getting like no, strangely it's getting foggy. Yeah. Why is it getting so foggy? I, I think because we're near the ocean. <laughs> it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's the weather. Why does it get foggy near the ocean? <laughs> I think that uh, <laughs> when a cold front and uh, oh, I give up. And a warm front. Yes, that's it. Love each other very much. They well, the water pressure, <laughs> fog, right? Baby. But what happens to the vapor? Then it vaporizes what? The uh, water pressure does what? It, well, it it goes up, right? I think, which is and how has, we. Have. So why is that like condensation? Because because it's wet, mm-hmm. right? Because it's heavy and it comes back down. I like I like because it's can. heavier. Yeah. Because it's heavier than what? Right. And that's <laughs> how and that's how a hot water balloon works. <laughs> That's how it rises. And please, please remember to throw hot water balloons as much as you can. If you, if you see something, say something. <laughs> you know about that. hot water balloons. Right? Yeah. Not about. <clears throat> we don't see that enough. No hot water balloons. <laughs> no. Like to where you're like, oh no, that's and that's like, oh, that was body temperature. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking scalding. Like oh. it's a prank. Because you already have the prank of throwing a hot water balloon. The flap of their skin kind of hanging off. Sorry, I was hit with a scalding hot water balloon. Just scream. Sorry, I'm late. Scalding hot water, the description of it is so, uh, it's so about human pain. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not like saying extremely hot or boiling. It's like this was will scald you. Scalding. Yeah. Scalding Scalding hot water. It's like scalding is the. Yeah. It's the definition. It only describes that one thing like the word full-blown only yeah. describes of course yeah. water balloons oh, no I was oh, still oh. talking about I'm sorry I guess yeah I no, I guess you're right people say it about AIDS <laughs> that is true but I was gonna say a full-blown hot water balloon yeah full-blown hot water balloon <laughs> full-blown air balloon full-blown uh, tire right right there's a lot of different yeah it doesn't just have to be AIDS okay I retract my statement. Oh, we know you guys aren't really doing anything. They're like, let's just pull some uh, cable up. <laughs> yeah, we and just watch some street. It... We just watch some street workers. Yeah. Oh yeah, I always forget. Yeah. They had yellow vests. Often, yeah. 
Remember that from Falling? Did you guys watch that movie Falling Down? Yes. I liked it when he got mad at the construction workers. I think about that scene in a movie more than, you know, because I'm quick to anger. You know, I never right? saw it. I never you saw know, it. You know me to be very angry. And, but uh, you'd never shoot no, I random don't. people on the freeway. I keep my anger deep. I spend it on myself until the right person comes along. <laughs> and so I haven't met anyone yet. You know who's very angry? It's Fred. Oh, yeah. You're okay. negative, man. I'm a, I'm an angry, <laughs> angry person. She's kidding. You seem uh, super uh, positive. Is that? Do people accuse you of being positive all the time? Well, because you seem like you must. Scripture. One of the first. <laughs> <laughs> scripture. Do you like that? Yeah. Thank you. It was Bible. Thank uh, you. Scripture. Well. <laughs> Scripture. <laughs> and that, that was enough to make me nervous. <laughs> I know, scripture is a very nerve-wracking word. Did you go to church when you were young? But barely, a little. Yeah. Were your parents church fearing? Not really, not not at all. I mean, we, we, kind of, we kind of went as a family for a little while and it just fizzled out. We just all of a sudden weren't going anymore. You just, you all were like, over it. Yeah, we're like, uh, done it. Bye. We went. <laughs> Did that last you, We get it. God is over. I got interested in a youth group in high school because it was a free meal on Wednesdays, which for some reason that was a day that was hard for me to have dinner. I really, I'm not kidding. And then there's pretty girls there that from school that I otherwise never would talk to. So I went for the wrong reasons, but then got caught up in all the, all the, the you know, the doing stuff, work camps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the way I first went to Oregon, and uh, it was really fun. But they never stopped. If they ever stopped and said, "Hey, have you read this Bible and all that?" I, I would have been like, "Oh no, not really. I'm sorry. Do I have to leave now?" They didn't care. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was a real low pressure situation. That's how they do it. Yeah, that's how they. That's get you. how they get you. Yeah. I have a saying: attract with honey. <laughs> Is that your saying? That's, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think I've heard it. You're a good driver, Karen. Really? Isn't she? Yeah. Really though. Yeah. And good. Have you noticed at multi at being able to talk and. and and drive. I I told Fred I'd freeze up. Well, when you're driving, yeah. But when you're driving, it's a very like you can actually. If you were being interviewed, it's very disarming, you know, because you're 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 very much your your real self when mm-hmm. you're driving. That's right. Yeah. yeah, it's like a truth here. A lot of people have admitted to committing crimes on our podcast. And so now we'll ask you the question, Fred. Yeah. I committed a crime recently. What? Ooh, it worked. Let's hear it. What did I you do? Sold, I sold. So I had a house here. Mm-hmm. Sold it. Moved into a new one. Right. Okay. The deal. Cl- the deal. The house closed. Mm-hmm. The one I sold on this one day. But then the tenants weren't in yet. But I had an extra key. <laughs> so they were like, "Will you give them the extra key?" And I was like, "How am I going to do this?" And I. Really was trespassing. I used my own key <laughs> to get in. I trespassed into literally someone else's home. Mm-hmm. I technically, that was not my house, nor did I have permission. And I dropped off the key and left. Oh, wait. 
Did you take anything? There was nothing in there. It was an oh. empty house. Nothing to take. But you did trespass around a little bit before you left? No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, so I, paranoid about it because I was like, this is actually not allowed. But it was the only most efficient, it was the most efficient way to do it. Could you, was, it was the right thing to do. Like, that's the safe way to get a sorry, key. Sorry, so you opened the door, went in, put the key in and left? Yes. yes. No, one, no one else's belongings were in there. You right. There's... Well, why can you put the key, like, under the door or, like, it, it in the It wouldn't fit. There's no... There's nothing like that. There's, there's no, no like, you know, mail slot or anything like that. It was just, like, a sealed door. Couldn't right. have been done. Couldn't have been done. Wow. In the way... Also, in the way that I would have wanted it to. I want it just up on the counter. Yeah. You know? I recently... No, I had permission. Never mind. I did the same thing, but I took a old washer and dryer that I bought five years ago. I haven't lived in the house for that long. Mm -hmm. And the house was for sale, and I saw the washer and dryer in a picture, or Tig sent it and said, look at this house now. And I'm like, there's the washer and dryer. So I got in there through the realtor and took my washer and dryer without talking to the new owners that just the... The home was in escrow, so I did commit a crime. Yeah, you may you have that. just implicated Wait, who, yourself. Who owned it? Who owned the washer and dryer? I don't even know, and I don't care. This is my washer and dryer. I, I bought it, and I, and they would never. The old renters would not ever reply to my calls or requests to go pick up my washer and dryer. They were holding it hostage and using it. So you got it. I did get it. But the joke's on me because it tears all my underwear apart. The dryer. Oh. I hate some of the things I've said on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I like what you said. Well, it's just I didn't realize that was going nowhere. Just about torn underwear. I feel bad because did you want to ask me anything like interviewee? Yeah. Yes. Fred? Yeah. When you first, when you saw how you were CGI'd in Zoolander Mm -hmm. (laughs) 2, did you say to yourself, this is the best acting that I've done? Or did you say the computer was acting for me? I I felt like now I have fused and merged with technology. (gasps) So we, as a bionic entity mm-hmm. together we performed I performed with technology oh wow and was your character supposed to be a child or did you have a disease that made you very small my character was supposed to be a child okay <laughs> I think the, the line he says is I'm, I'm 11 or whatever right yeah that's right yeah <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was the name of the disease yeah, yeah no, had... that was not the name of it <laughs> yeah um, Chris, any interview question you want to ask? Well, I didn't see Zoolander 2. Can it be about something else? I think yeah. it should be. It should be. Okay. What's Carrie Brownstein like? She's... She's cool. She's a purist. Yeah. Um, she is, uh, intelligent. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny. She has that. Um, uh, definitely, uh, from punk rock school. Sure. Um, she is a dedicated friend. 
Uh, I'm, I didn't. I'm not going to use dearest friend because that's no. how we started this whole thing yeah. off. So I'm not going to. That would be. That would be. Um, <laughs> and um, she's very to the point. You know, she's. Uh, she's no shit gal. Yeah, and um, I wish I had one of those better words. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to say. Like effluvious. Yeah, she's effluvious. <laughs> <laughs> she's. She's, uh, she's bellicose. She's bellicose. <laughs> Well, I don't know those words. How do I you? don't really know what they mean. They're just words I remember from. Wow. She's a she's a great person, and um, is she litigious? I, I just is know she that. litigious? I think that means you like to sue people. Yeah, yeah. it does. All right. Is uh. she a funkular? That means she's like your old uncle. Oh, I thought I meant have trouble breathing. What's it in my, in my okay. Is she funky? <laughs> is yeah, she, how funky is, is she? she? How funky is she on the funk scale of? Um, Hillary Clinton to Parliament. <laughs> wow. Uh, she's right up there with Parliament. Is she up there? Yeah. Wow. If you mean Parliament in England, thank you very much, Fred <laughs> yeah, Armisen. That was an amazing Thank you very turn. much, Fred, Fred Armisen. In- I did not. Right, thank you. I did not. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you. I didn't see that coming at all. Thank you. <clears throat> thank you all. Do you have any interview questions you want to ask us? Yeah. Yes. Um, Chris? Yes. Do you think you will always live in Venice? No, I don't. I'm, I'm getting very close to feel... I feel like it's affecting... It's prolonged the amount of time it's taken for me to get as happy as I am now. I think I w- It's My career is taking a longer time. Because of Venice? Because I live so far away and I stay over there and I'm not hitting the bricks every night. Mm-hmm. But I do like waking up there. I like being by the ocean. There's something as a human I like being by that air. So, do I want to be happy during the day or productive at night? Does anyone have an answer? But we'll we'll leave it at that. And then, yeah. Um, Karen. <laughs> yes. Um, you have two dogs. It's true. Um. Do you do they roam wherever they want in the house, like up on couches and beds, or are they like, do they have like designated areas? Uh, basically, the house is theirs, and I hang out in their house. And I'm gonna back it up by saying, and I think it's almost a problem. <laughs> There's I... one piece of furniture <laughs> available in the house, and it belongs to the dogs. Yeah. Well, there's a couple chairs. I live, um, I live, uh... Simply so um, others may simply live? Yes, I live a, I would say, a borderline monastic life in my home. Um, and the dogs just, the dogs are just having a great time. My one dog, George, has eaten a whole couch. Um, so I didn't want to get another one. It looks like after Heathcliff eats a fish and there's just bones, but it's a couch. Yeah. It's like a... It's a two-by-four shape like a couch with some fabric draped over the side of it. Ah, oh, it's the best. I've really learned to let go of earthly possessions. Wow. Yeah. You and your dogs have learned not to let go of earthly possessions. No, They're, my dogs have learned to do whatever the fuck they want. To grab onto them. Yeah. They just... It's their... It's their world. I'm kind of like an L.A. parent with my dogs. They just get to do whatever they want. And I sit and pretend like they're not doing it. <laughs> I I respect that approach. I've seen you discipline them when they run outside and 
into the street. <laughs> lick, your dog licked that baby. A <laughs> lady was walking her baby in a, in a stroller and the dog just ran up. <laughs> That's her totally. favorite thing. Georgia would, if, oh, if I could give funny. George like a four-year-old to lick all day long, that would be her favorite thing. <laughs> she would be so happy. A strange baby. Yeah. Oh, that was the best. Oh, that's fun to remember. Well, Fred, do you have anything you want to plug? I feel like this went quickly and yet I don't, I feel like there's still an air of mystery about you. Yeah. Maybe that's good. And uh, I'll tell everyone out there, get out there, be mysterious. Get out there, do your <laughs> mysterious thing. Tell your friends. Keep mystery going. Keep it going. It's a good idea. Um, what are your upcoming? When does documentary now come out? Or what's your I, order? Not order for of not things? for a while. I mean, we have some more to shoot. I watched one with <coughs> Bill Hader that was. I, I didn't. It was based on the sisters or the. Moms. Oh yeah, from uh, what's that? Gardens. Gardens. Yeah, that was yeah. great. That was so funny. That's Thanks, great. You guys. When he fell through, it, he's the one that fell through <laughs> yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So funny. <laughs> He's so good. Um, no, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to see you guys. <laughs> well, we're ha- so happy to have you. Thank um, you. Thanks and for waiting. Thanks for my pleasure. Eating and you, from the, our taco truck. Yeah, he got tacos right before Yummy. we started, and he's just I'm letting eat them, them get cold. And you're, you have them in your pocket. I'm right? gonna eat them right now. That's how we're gonna end the podcast. Yeah, yeah. it's taco time. Taco what, time. What are they filled with? Cat food. <laughs> what? That's what they make. What? <laughs> my what mom. That's the kind you got. That's the kind you wanted. My mom did that to me once at, at school. I ate, took a bite out of my sandwich, and it was cat food. And Aww. I thought it was a prank my mom played. But then I got home, and there's a can of deviled ham right by the cat's Aww. dish. She just mixed them up. And, but I ate cat food. My friends thought my mom was real funny. It's a pretty good prank. It is a good one, but it was on purpose. <laughs> Fred, right, thanks guys. for being on our program. Thank you. And here's a prank I did on you guys. I disconnected my mic at the beginning of the interview. I still would have been able to salvage the room mic, so the joke's <laughs> on you. Oh. <laughs> this has been Do You Need a Ride? You've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? <laughs> D-Y-N- AR! Hands down the best take. (laughs) Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Mouth horn. Uh, with Karen and Chris.